Blessed assurance and welcome to Kingdom Christian Fellowship, KCF. We reveal the reality of the Kingdom of God and Christ Jesus in the lives of people all over the world. As you listen to this message, we pray that you are blessed and inspired to improve your relevance in the Kingdom of God. Question and I will answer it for you. Amen. It is simple. My first question is this. Can God trust you? That is my first question. Two. Can God trust you with a blessing? Can God trust you? Question number one. Question number two. My team is service, can God trust you? Under it. Eh? Can God trust you with a blessing? B? Can God trust your heart after blessing you? God trust you? Can God trust you with a blessing? And can God trust your heart after blessing you? Why the Why she won't? Yamemboawate. Nanyamihumobawate. Amen. So my theme for this morning is can God trust you? Underrate. Can God trust you with a blessing? Then, can God trust your heart after blessing you? I really love this topic very well. By the grace of God, after this teaching, you know where you belong. Hallelujah. Now, Many people are praying for their next level. But God knows that he cannot trust you. Many pastors know very well that what you are asking God, you can't handle it. But they will not tell you the truth. They still pray for you. They know what you are asking from the law, that very thing you don't have capacity to maintain it. It is very easy to receive something from God, but it is very hard to maintain that very thing. It is very easy to receive something from God, but it is very hard for you to maintain it. What is trust? What is trust? Trust simply means to have faith in someone who is always loyal to you and love you. That is trust. The main purpose of trust is to transfer assets from one person to another. Now, the bedrock of every relationship is based on trust. Trust is the bedrock of every relationship. Or trust is the foundation of all relationship. It can be humanly and it can be spiritually. There is trust. According to a survey that was done in 2016 in UK, one in ten women do not trust their spouse. percent of married couples do not trust each other. Nine percent of the women always checking on their 
husband's social account, social media account, they are always checking because they have trust issues. Three percent of the men do not trust in women or their spouse. Three percent. And five percent of them check on their wives' what social media account. You could see that the ladies are on top. Hallelujah. Without trust, no relationship can survive. Without trust, no relationship can what survive. The question is, can God trust you, Dion? Can God trust you? Reverend Barry, can God trust you with this singing ministry 20 years to come? Can God still trust you? As a prophet, can God trust me 10 years to come with this prophetic grace? Can God trust me? Every blessed day I ask myself this question. That 10 years to come, will I still be prophesying according to the will and the mind of God or I'll move somewhere else? Hallelujah. We are looking at me, it's like, you don't like my teachings this morning. Some people say, this man of God is coming to worry us this morning. Amen. There is something I discovered when the Lord was teaching me on trust. The problem is this. We always tell people trust in God, but God doesn't trust in them. If we read Psalm 62 verse number 8. I see. Trust in the Lord at all times, ye people that pour your heart unto the Lord. So if you, you can trust God and God cannot trust you. Let's read. Psalm 62 verse 8. Trust in him at all times. At all times. Trust in the Lord. But the question is, can God trust you? Can God boast about you? Can God boast about you? Can God brag about you? So, I'll tell you, oh, Reverend Barry, trust in the Lord that what you are believing God for, what you are trusting God for, God will do it. But the question is, can God trust you to release that blessing? is, can God trust you with a child? Those who are praying to God, God, I need a son. I need a daughter. The question is, can God trust you with that child you are believing him for? Some people are crying unto God. God, I need the next level anointing. Can God trust you with the next level anointing? Can God trust you? You are praying for favor. Can God trust you with favor? You are praying for position. Can God trust you with that position? Can God trust you? Next level favor. No, 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 no. God can't trust you, so you will not release it. I had a vision. In the vision, I saw a mango tree. And I saw that The fruit was very, very big. But all of a sudden, I saw one particular branch was gradually coming down to the ground. Gradually coming down to the ground. Like the branch, which you see the mango trees, it, it was gradually coming down. And the Lord said to me, have you seen this? Their people cannot handle the weight of my glory. Yeah, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse number 17. So, there are people here. You cannot handle the weight of the glory that comes with favor. That comes with promotion. 
that comes with elevation. You can't. Let's read. Second Corinthians chapter 4. Chapter 4 verse 17. For our light affliction, which is but for a moment, worked for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. Weight of glory. So, everything you see carries a weight. Some of us, we don't have the capacity and ability to handle that weight that comes with the next level. The question is, as prophesying to AC, because I saw her to understand that she did a PhD, she became a professor. But the question is, can God trust your heart after gaining admission? Can God trust your heart after getting to Harvard? Can God still trust your heart? Yeah, can God trust you? That fame you are looking for, can God trust you with that fame? The Lord said unto me, some of the next level comes with some attacks that if you don't take care, your fellowship life, your prayer life, your word life will be affected. So, you see most of us sitting here, we are believing God for the next level. You are trusting God for something gracious, something great, but the question is, can God trust your heart to release that blessing? If God cannot trust your heart, God will not release that blessing. God will not do it. Why are they? They are many men of God. They are crying unto God. God, I need an expansion. I need an increase. I need a growth in my church. The question is, do you have the capacity? If the number increases, it can affect your spiritual growth. Your work with God. You are crying unto God. Let me travel outside. Let me travel. Sometimes when people come to me, I tell them, the first question I ask you, are you sure? If I'm praying for you about something, the question I ask you is that, are you sure God can trust you? The moment I tell you that, check what you are asking for. So, sometimes we, the men of God, and they will know that mm, this thing, this is not the right time. Premature prophecy can destroy your destiny. Yeah, premature prophecy it can destroy your destiny. I'm saying it. It's the truth. There are some people out there, they want to see, but God will never open their eyes. Never and never. To the day they will go home. They will never see any vision. There are some people, they are praying about certain things, but God cannot trust them with the answer. God cannot trust certain people with certain revelations and secrets because they will go and say it. So God is not a fool. Hallelujah. You are praying for deeper revelations. There are certain secrets. There are certain answers. There are certain revelations. God will never tell you. Hallelujah. Yeah. We are going to read a lot of scriptures very soon. Can God trust you? Some people are there. The moment they begin to master certain platform. They begin to condemn the very church that God used to bless them. They say, ah, me, where we have gotten to before I come and minister on this platform. You see, they, they are treating me there. God can't trust me. Some people are there. Once upon a time, they were nobody. In the church, even in their family, nobody recognized them. But the moment God elevates them, you see pride in their heart. Now, you see those people who have been ministry. Sometimes I say, oh, church cry, I've been in this church for years. Let me go to this program. It is very sad. Tell your neighbor, it is very sad. 
When Prophet Julius came, he prayed from Tuesday into Wednesday. Yeah. When we were done, I was waiting for a visitation in the realms of the spirit. Then somebody called him because of the person. I will not mention the person's name. So I think Prophet Keith was there, Reverend Roland was there, Prophet Robin, and so then he said, Odi for Kasa. Why? So I told him what I saw. I said, tell him. And there's something I discovered about this young minister. Whilst I was prophesying to my eye open, and God took me to a place, and I saw a gauge. On the gauge, they have written faithfulness. And I saw that that gauge was full. So I told him, you are a faithful person. Keep it up. Is not committed to the anointing. God is committed to faithfulness. I said, God is not committed to the anointing. No. God is committed to faithfulness. We read this second Timothy chapter 2, verse number 2. Paul told Timothy that look for faithful men. Continue. Man, I'm going to read it. Second Timothy chapter 2, verse 2. And the things that thou had heard of me among many witnesses, the same commit down to faithful As men. As committed to all faithful people. Men. He didn't say committed to, to everyone. God is not committed to the anointing. He is committed to faithfulness. That is why if you read first Corinthians chapter 4 verse 1, tomorrow it is required in stewards that a man be found faithful. So, if to bless you, Dion. Can God trust your heart by the virtue of that blessing? So you see, most of KCF people, yes, let me say it. It's like they are waiting for something. The moment they receive the thing from God, <laughs> bye bye. I don't have anything to do. The Lord told me something this dawn. The Lord said unto me, do you know that mantles can escape a generation and reappear for another generation? It depends on how that generation is treating that mantle. So there are some mantles you are praying for. God can never trust you, so God will never release it. You are believing God. Lord, I need a 50,000 sita auditorium. Zavrene kotele ho satatataka. Aveni mi ho sene me ha sunananaya. Then the angels are there, they are laughing at you. Because they know that this one will destroy you. Some of us, God cannot trust us with men. Oh, yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Some of our God cannot trust us with women. Yeah, it's true. No, let's say the truth and be free. And yes, sir. Yeah. There are some people here. God can never trust them with kingdom mysteries. God cannot trust them with kingdom wealth. God can never trust them. Because some of you here, you want to be a billionaire and a millionaire, but God can never trust you. Oh, God, it will not even cross your eye. Now, the question is, it's not what you are saying. God is looking at your heart. So, Proverbs chapter 16, verse number 2. Let's read it. Then, if you read the book of Jeremiah chapter 17, verse number 9. Or say, the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked who can know. This our heart can deceive. This is our heart. Oh, Dion, you are too beautiful. But as you are saying it in your heart of heart, you are lying. Amen. See, the heart is deceitful above all things. And desperately wicked who can know. This your heart. If God should bless you right now, will you still come to church? Some of you, you are believing God for a scholarship. 
After the scholarship, you kick God aside. The question is, you need fresh fire of trust. Yeah, you need it. So that what God wants you to fulfill in this end time will be released. So the Lord showed me a vision and the Lord said unto me, many of my people, I can't trust them. So you see these things, they are not ready yet. So go to see some of the delays, not from the devil, me myself. It's part of their process. Can God trust you? Some people are there. They have not built capacity to, to even raise a child. So they are praying for the fruit of the womb. God will never give them. I'm telling you the truth. I'm telling you the mind of God. Because if that is, I know someone, one day God said something to me. Someone has been praying, to, and I tell you, God is very angry with you. That same child you are praying, hey, hey, hey Lord, I want that child. Now, you, you are even complaining that, 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 that your son is worrying you. The fathers and the mothers, they understand. A time came that they are, they are fed up. But once upon a time, they were crying unto God. Lord, I need the fruit of the womb. There are some people here. They have been praying for a job. And God said, no, this job will take you away from my presence. I don't want to release it. Then the man, you'll be giving the man of God uh, pressure. Say pressure. The Lord said something to me. If you read 1 Samuel chapter 16, verse number 1 going. Now, a time came that God sent his servant, his prophet, Samuel, that go to the house of Jesse. As you enter there, I will tell you who should anoint. When the prophet of God entered the house of Jesse, when he saw Abinadi, he said, you, you are the one that God has chosen. But the instruction was, if you enter into the I will show you who you should anoint. Then Shammah came. He said, you, I think you, you, you. And still God said, no. So sometimes eh, we look at people, what they are capable of doing, not their heart. So if you read the account very well, first Samuel chapter 16, and he moved to verse 7, he moved to chapter 17. You realize that even his own brothers, their heart was full of jealousy and envy and hatred. So some of you. Because of your heart, there are certain things that God will never give it to you. Hallelujah. Hey. You don't like my message, but I'm preaching it. So, so I look at Reverend Barry, I said, you, you'll be a prophet. Then I pour the oil. then that is not what God wanted to do. Yeah. There are many prophets out there, they have destroyed a lot of lives. There are many men of God and women of God. Let me tell you, it is not everything we see, we see. Some things are there. God is showing so that you can go and intercede in your closet. It is not for public consumption. Hallelujah. Yeah. Amen. The pretty word, no. Looking at me quietly, it's good. Elikem, can God trust you? Can God trust you? Eh? So, eh? <laughs> then let me not go there. Let me leave it. I want you to ask yourself this question. Can God trust you? The question
question is 15 years to come, can God trust Rev D with the teaching grace? Many men of God has disappointed God. Many women of God. The very thing that God gave them, they have drifted away. They are teachers now who are prophets. Because that is not where God called them to. They have shifted. Because of the heart of men. Me, I want to get to the dimension, a realm, that God will call the angels and testify to them about me. Me, I don't know for you. Eh? Because it happened in the book of Job chapter 1 verse number 8. If God, when the sons of God met, God questioned the devil, Satan. Have you noticed my servant Job? Job was a servant. So, God can be bragging about some people. Some people to their God is quiet. Yeah. Can God brag about you? So, look at it. Rev. D, please, let's read it. Job chapter 1, verse number 8, going. Job chapter 1, from verse 8. And the Lord said unto Satan, has thou considered my servant Job, that there is none like him in the earth, a perfect and an upright man, one that feared God and eschewed evil? So look at what God was saying about Job. The devil even knows that what God was saying was true. Can God trust you like God trusted Job? Even the wife said, let us curse God and die. He said, no, I won't curse God. You didn't say I should curse God. When the money was coming, I was buying flashy cars and flashy houses. You were enjoying it. Now, Kalima Hasatala Hasuses. This done, I was praying around three. The Lord said to me, There are people on this earth that I can trust them went with trouble. Yeah, God trust people with trouble. I'm about to give you examples from the Bible. There are people are there. God trusts them with opposition. God knows that no matter the opposition, they will still do his work. Yes. Yeah. There are some people are there. God can trust them when it comes to revenge. That these people will never take revenge. There are some people are there. God can trust them with an unknown part. Like Mary. If you read Luke chapter 1 verse number 16 going, when the angel of the Lord appeared and he said, you Mary, that are highly favored before men. I say, God wanted to do something with Mary. It was not known to her. But God knew that I can trust Mary. Some of the ladies, God can't trust them. Oh, it's true. God knew before the foundations of this that I can trust Mary. When it comes to this an unknown part, some of us say God knows that we the yenim ko bit man trusting and say baby okay yenim by baby nichi, but we the nyami untimi trusting. So Joseph, look at Joseph. God trusted Joseph when he came to revenge. That's why if you read Genesis fifty verse twenty, yeah, I see you meant it for evil, but God meant it for good. If you read First Samuel chapter 24, verse number 11, God knew that he can trust David. David had an opportunity to take a revenge on Saul. David never did that. God knew that I can trust Nehemiah when it comes to opposition. In Nehemiah chapter 4. God knew that he can trust Nehemiah. What can God trust you with? God knew that Job. When it comes to trouble, I can put my last coin on Job. Job was still safe. It was true. 
What can God trust you with? Can God trust you with wealth? Some of us, God cannot trust us with an information concerning other people's life. God cannot. So God will not tell you. Yeah, somebody, God cannot trust them with an answer, with revelation, with information. God can never trust them. Can God trust your heart after God has blessed you? Can God trust you with a blessing? Let's look at Father Abraham in Genesis chapter 22. God blessed Abraham with a son called Isaac. Abraham, give me that your very son. Go upon one of the mountains which I will show you. I want you to sacrifice this your son on the altar for me. His only begotten son. God was the one who blessed Abraham. God knew that I can trust Abraham. Abraham knew that if my wife came into the equation, I'll feel I'm not saying wives are evil, no. Some of the things is personal conviction. If you have heard God, oh yeah. So look at it. God trusted Abraham that Abraham, I know that this Abraham can do it. Can God trust you? I don't know why I'm coming to you like that. Can God trust you? Eh? Ask your friend, the one sitting by you, can God trust you? Oh, ask the person. Can God trust you? Oh, can God trust you? Hallelujah. There are certain people are on this earth that God can trust them with the gospel. Yeah. First Timothy chapter 1, verse number 11 to 12. Then when you are done, you move to First Thessalonians. Okay, let's read this one. First Timothy chapter 1, from verse 11 to 12. Very good. According to the glorious gospel of the blessed God, which was committed to my trust, and I thank Christ Jesus our Lord who had enabled me. So that it was God committed this thing to Timothy. Because he was faithful, not because he's a faithful Christian. No, 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 no. no, no. It's not because he was a faithful Christian. Faithfulness was his lifestyle, not because he was a faithful Christian. So there are some people out there God can Give them, trust them with revelation, deeper insight into their gospel. God can give it to them. Some people too are there. I can't tell. Let's go to 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. Verse number 4 to 5. Verse number 4 to 5. Who opposed it? And exalted himself above all that is called God. Mm -hmm. All that is worship. So that he as God seated in the temple of God. Show himself that he is God. Remember ye not that when I was yet with you. I told you these things. Read it again. Who opposed and exalted himself. Start from verse 3 so that you understand. Verse 3. Let no man deceive you by any means. For that day shall not come. Except there be except there come a falling away first, and that man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition, who opposed and exalted himself above all that is called God, all that is worshipped, so that he as God, seated in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. Remember ye not that when I was yet with you, I told you these things? Amen. I want to tell you something. There are certain things in our lives eh, that opposes the nature of God in our lives. That fight the very things of God. So, 
Because of those things, God cannot trust you. Pastor Grace, can God trust you? Move to 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse number 4 to 5. When we are done, we move to Luke chapter 16, verse 10 to 13. Let's read. 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, from verse 4 to 5. But as we were allowed of God to be put in trust with the we gospel. We are allowed by God to put in trust with the gospel. Continue. Even so, we speak not as pleasing men. So they are, God trusted them with the gospel. So whatever they are saying, they are not saying it to please any man, but to please God. So there are some people that God cannot trust them with the gospel. Hallelujah. Can God trust you? Can God trust your heart? After you have been blessed, can God trust you? So the place you are praying from today, be careful. There are certain things you are asking God. The first question is, God, can you trust me? May I even pray to God, God, if you know that this thing will destroy me, take it. I don't want it. I'm not ready yet. So if you read Luke chapter 16, verse number 10, 11, 12, 13. So there are some people out there, they are faithful in little things. So God will give them more. There are some people out there, verse 11, they are faithful when it comes to money. They are faithful. If you come to verse 12, there are people who are faithful when it comes to other people's things. So now God can entrust them with their own. Verse 13, you cannot serve God and serve mammon. Let's read it. No servant can serve. Okay, from verse 10. He that is faithful in that which is least is faithful also in much. He that is unjust in the least is unjust also in much. If therefore ye have not been faithful in the unrighteous mammon. Unrighteous money, Nusikano. If you are not faithful, how can God entrust two riches to you? So there are some people are there when they come to church. Hey, no matter that they, 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 they are saying who can give a seat to some oh, mother. When they are calling for a seat, they will never come, but they are expecting God to bless them financially. Can God trust you with money? Let's continue. Who will commit to your trust the true riches? And if ye have not been faithful. In that which is another man's. So, there are people out there. Because they say that this house is not my house. It's a rented house. They begin to misbehave. Do evil things in their house. Because it is not their house. Hey, God will never give you a house there. So, you live in a rented house. So, it's not your house. So, you are, you are, you are not even taking good care of the property. Some people are there. So, KCF there. It belongs to... Apostle Kingsley, J. Gosling, so maybe I can do anything I want and go. So God will never give you a ministry. Yeah. Some businesses are there. Because it's not my business, so you are not faithful. Oh, this business, it belongs to Asimese. So maybe I will not. No, no, no. Wherever you found yourself, be faithful. Because God rewards faithfulness. God is committed for faithfulness. Hallelujah. God is committed to faithfulness. So. so the question is, 15 years to come, will you still, if they are doing for your Campbell's, will you still be faithful? You didn't hear what I said there. Say 15 years to come, when they are still doing for your camp, will you still come or you will tell me that, prof, where I've gotten to, I've given birth, I have a husband, I have a wife, I have children, I will not come. There are many people once upon the time they made certain commitment to God but they are not following it. Example is Peter. Matthew chapter 26 verse number 35 to 36 when you are done you move straight to verse 71. So you tell God, oh God I will die with you. Apostle wherever you go I will go with you. You make certain promises to God. God, if you should help me and I should pass the exams, 
Lord, oh, this is where I will sleep. Oh. Man of God, read it. Matthew chapter 26, from verse 35 to 36. Peter said unto him, Though I should die with thee, yet will I not deny thee. Does he, oh, I'm ready to die with you. I will not deny you. What happened? What did Jacob call 71? No, no, no. 71. Verse 71. Verse 71. And when he was gone out into the porch, another maid saw him and said unto them that were there, This fellow was also with Jesus of Nazareth. Continue verse 72. And again he denied with an oath. Hey! He said that I will not deny you. I will die with you. He said, Ah, me. If, if I should travel to the US, to the UK, to Canada, to any part of the nations of this world, I will join online service. When it is time for us to contribute for Zion, for KCF, I'll do it. You didn't promise to man. You made a promise to God. Yeah. So you see that most of us, we have said certain things, but we have forgotten. Eh? My dear, If you travel, will you be faithful? I say, by the grace of God. 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 Eh? So God should trust you. Yeah. Yes, please. Hallelujah. Look at Peter. Peter said, Oh God. Me, I will never leave you. I will never deny you. So, there are some people, if you are even telling them that God said you rebel, say me, prophet, for God forbid. What are you telling me? I will rebel. How? Then? <clears throat> Amen. Check the state of your heart. Tell your neighbor. Check the state of your heart. Oh, I didn't hear you. So, let's move to Matthew chapter 25, verse number 14, downwards. Jesus Christ, there was a parable, the parable of the talent. He gave them five, he gave them two, and he gave them one. According to their several abilities, according to what? So, you that mm, prophet Robin, I can only give you one, I can't give you two. Yeah, God knew that you don't have the capacity to handle five to destroy you. God bless you. So, there are things you are asking God, you know that you don't have the capacity, you don't have the inner tenacity. So, don't go there. But Radi, Radio, Radi Buamiru, the angels can do not listen to you. Pastor Chris, can God trust you with the prophetic? Hallelujah. Said only God. Some of us would think that we can't turn our back on God. Let me tell you something God told me. God said, there are certain things are there. They are called boosters. There are certain things are there. They boost certain things in your life so that your real intent of your heart will be revealed to God and to men. You get it. God knows that, oh, you, you feel, if the, God is even telling the angels, that this one, I know, it's a derby. The angels are saying, God, no, this will be faithful. So, okay, go. So, there's certain things that will come, will boost, and show that you, you can't be faithful. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. So, when God five, the one that the Lord gave him five was faithful. Say, good and faithful servant. Have you ever heard that thing before? 
Now God is saying that, oh, I'm pleased with you. Continue. Eh? Have you ever heard something before? All that you are, you are looking for, the men will tell you that, Charlie, they are clapping for you. They are telling you all the sweet things. There are some people who are here, they will not get married unto. God has dealt with the nonsense in their heart. Some people are there. God cannot trust them with a bank manager. No. There are some people that there. God will not trust them with a billionaire or a millionaire. No. There are some people that there. God will not trust them with a pastor. No, 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 no. No, no, no. No, no, no. I bet destroy pastor in their life one time. Yeah. God Lord, will not even give it to you in the first place. Some of you, when you see the God, say, wow, I like the beer. Pastor Chris, I like your beer. I say, I say God, the way this man of God is handsome, man, Lord, this one, I, I, I can handle him. I say, Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. So somebody see Reverend Barry, so you say, Lord, I like this voice. <laughs> Lord, I want to sing like him. And God is a stop the nonsense. Generations. This thing, it will destroy you. Oh, you know, the anointing, it attracts both good and evil. Yeah. So some people are praying for more oil. But the virgins are lofty because of the oil. So, some of the people are there. The reason why God will not increase the anointing upon their life because it will, it will bring trouble for them. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Some people are there. God can never trust them with the supernatural. Yeah, some people are there. If their eye is able to enter into certain places, trouble will come. Amen. So, the question is, this your heart. If God should bless you and by his grace and by his mercies, Are waiting for me to continue. Eh? Because I saw her praying to God, telling God, Lord, I want to further my education. And the question is, so if you go there, will you still pray the way you pray? Read the word fast. Be serious with God, will you? You are thinking about it. Eh? I can't hear you. I say, oh, I'm praying for grace. You see something? One of the things I've realized that we Christians, we are not sincere. Because all the questions I've asked, all of them are asking me, that, oh, grace. But they are not saying, Lord, reveal the intent of my heart to me. That is the first thing. Yeah. Because you have to see that if you are asking for, for, for grace and you don't know the foolishness in your heart, that same grace will be there, but it will not be functioning because that stupid thing is there. Go, God, I've come. This is my heart. Lord, reveal to me. If you know that me going outside to Harvard, it will destroy my fellowship with you, Lord. Yeah. There are some people out there, man of God. Pastor Gabi, I mean more more hundred members da. Because I mean some more hundred members are back. So God will give them 2010. Yeah. God knows that when it comes to 20, they will be faithful. You see that some of the pastors, we the pastors say, something the more the members come, the more we are not faithful. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. My dear, stand up.
Hallelujah. So there are some people are there. Hey, obey my fast in hundred years. The prophetic God will not give it to you. I'm not cursing you. I'm telling you the reality. Because there are certain things are there. It, it, will, it will corrupt your heart. It will do what? Now, there's another dangerous thing I discovered when I was reading my Bible. God can give Dion what Dion want. And God wants to prove to Dion that Dion, this thing will destroy you. That one too is there. Exodus chapter 16, verse number 4. Exodus chapter 16, verse 4. Then said the Lord unto Moses, Behold, I will rain bread from heaven for you, and the people shall go out and gather a certain rate every day, that I may prove them whether they will walk in my law or no. So, God was giving them the manner to see whether they will still worship him. So God can give you the scholarship. <laughs> All right. And then yes, sir, God can give it to you. God wants to see whether you, you, you worship him. Whether you still come to church. Whether you still come for prayer meeting. Whether you still read your Bible. Whether you still maintain your fellowship with him. Whether you still remain committed. Yeah. So, look at God. He said, I'm giving them this. Go to Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse number 3. Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 3. And he humbled thee, and suffered thee to hunger, and fed thee with manna, which thou knewest not. Neither did thy fathers know, that he might make thee know, that man doth not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of the Lord. Verse 4. Thy raiment waxed not old upon thee, neither did thy food, food swell these 40 years. So, God gave, made them go to the wilderness just to humble them. So, God's intentions was to, to make sure that all the stupid things in your heart will leave them. Now, listen to me. If you move to verse 16, move to verse 16. Verse 16. Who fed thee in the wilderness with manna, which thy fathers knew not, that he might humble thee, and that he might prove thee to do thee good at thy latter. So the real blessing has not yet come. I say at the latter end. So some of the things that God is giving, they are just to reveal your heart to you. The actual blessings have not yet come. So, God is giving you the money so that it, it, it will boost the pride in your heart. The fame, it will boost the pride in your heart. Yeah. It's there. It's what? Oh, yeah. Oh, it's there. It's there. It's there. It's there. Now, look at something. If you read 1 Kings, Chapter 18, verse number 4. Obadiah hide 100 prophets, 50 by 50 in a cave. Listen to me very well. Now, Obadiah hide these 100 prophets because of Jezebel. Jezebel, he hide them 50, 50, 100. Now, if you move to 1 Kings chapter 19, verse number 15, listen to me. Now, God told Elijah, that Elijah, there are people I want you to go anoint. God, Elijah, God told Elijah, Jehu, Elisha. Now, Elisha was a farmer. There were 100 prophets there, and there were 7,000 prophets who have never bowed to bow. They were there. Why did God move toward Elisha? And Jehu. So, all the prophets there, their hearts will disappoint God. They were prophets, all right. They were supposed to hand over the baton. But God knew that mm, their heart, their heart. So, God has to pick someone who is a farmer. And you realize that Elijah was younger 
And Elisha was older than Elijah. But Elisha served Elijah. Many people, they come to the house of God. I'm older than the pastor. God knows that you are older than the pastor, but God knows the foolishness in your heart. That's why God didn't give you the grace. Oh yeah, it's simple. Yeah, it's true. I can give you another example. So you see that God, will look at God, will. he chose Elisha. Now look at the attitude of the church members again. If you move to 2 Kings chapter 2, Bible said there were certain sounds of the prophet. He started from, the, he was moving from Bethel. He came to Jericho. Bible said there were certain sounds of the prophet. Do you know that God is taking your master away? They were there. They could see that God is about to take the prophet Elijah away, but their hearts were not qualified to receive their unction. There are people out there. I know this man of God. Oh, I know him. When he started, he was very young. Now look at his church. But that unction, you will not get it. Their heart. You see what? Now look at, let me use Solomon, King Solomon as an example. Now look at something. God is very wise and very strategic. If you read First Kings chapter 9, verse number 1 to 6, going. Then if you read from 6 going now, God told Solomon something. He said, Solomon, you see this temple you have built for me. It's very beautiful. Nice. Me, God, I have accepted that I will draw in this place. But remember, the day that you will turn away from me, I will tear this temple down. That everybody who moves about will see and ask. Now, God has decided to bless Solomon. And God told Solomon, me, I'll make you great. His heart was a problem. So a time came. If you read second, uh, First Kings chapter 11, verse number 3. Oh, Solomon, yeah, dear, power for Solomon. Why are you jealous? Let's read. Let's read. Let's First read. Kings chapter 11, verse 3. And he had 700 wives, princesses, and 300 concubines. And his wives turned away. And his wives turned his heart away from God. What do you love? That boy you love. That guy can turn your heart away from God. That girl can turn your heart away from God. Look at verse 9. I said the Lord spoke to him twice. He didn't listen. Verse 9. Verse 9. And the Lord was angry with Solomon because his heart was turned from the Lord. His God. heart was... So, oh God. Those companies you are looking for, those jobs, those scholarships, they can turn your heart away from God. That relationship can turn your heart away from God. You don't want this. Then I'll pay you. Let's read. Verse 9. And the Lord, God, and the Lord was angry with Solomon because his heart was turned from the Lord God of Israel, which had appeared unto him twice. Twice! Son, Lord, I love the women. I'm enjoying. Now, let me tell you something. There is nothing in this world that can fill that vacuum that God has placed in your heart. It's only Jesus who can fill it. Let's look at something about Solomon. In the book of Ecclesiastes chapter 2, verse number 3 to 11. Let's read. We are going to read. Ecclesiastes chapter 2, verse from verse 3. Very good. I sought in my heart Very to good. give myself unto wine. Oh, see, I sought. No, yeah, dear, yeah, dear, yeah, dear. Clap for Solomon. Man of God, continue very fast. Yet acquainting my heart with wisdom. Very good. And to lay hold on folly. Very good. Till I might see what was that good 
for the sons of men which they should do under the heaven all the days of their life. Very good. I made me great works. Mm-hmm. I builded me houses. So he did all these things. Who he was trying to fill the vacuum in his heart. There was a vacuum in his heart. He was trying. So he did. Man of God, continue. I builded me houses. Very good. I planted me vineyards. Very good. I made me gardens and orchards. Very good. And I and I planted trees in Very them. Good. Of all kind of fruits. Very good. I made my pools of water. Very good. To water therewith the wood that bringeth forth trees. I got me servants and maidens, and had seven born in my house. Also, I had great possessions of great small cattle above all that were in Jerusalem before me. Very good. I gathered me also silver and gold and the peculiar treasure of kings and of the provinces. I got me men, singers, and women singers, and the delight of the sons of men as a musical instrument, and that of all sorts. So I was great and increased more than all that were before me in Jerusalem. Also, my wisdom remained with me, mm. and whatsoever my eyes desired. So, I, whatsoever my, so you see, Solomon, he was doing everything possible. So, so that is how all of us we are doing now. You are doing everything to satisfy that desire. It is only Jesus who can satisfy that desire. Not the things in this world. Nothing in this world can satisfy your desire. Continue, man of God. And whatsoever my eyes desire. My eye desire. Oh, my my God. God. My God. My God. I kept not from them. So it means that if if he wants 50 women, he will get 50. Yes. Whatsoever my eyes desire. So, if you desire somebody's wife, you will get it. It's true. Man of God, continue. I will not my heart from any joy. Any joy. That means, oh, BBR, oh, you be. Clubs and name them. Joy, no, BBR. Continue. For my heart rejoiced in all my labor. Yes. And this was my portion for all my labor. Very good. Verse, verse 11. 11. Then I looked on all the works that my hands had wrought. And on the labor that I had labored to do. And behold, all was vanity. All was vanity. Listen to Solomon. All this thing Solomon did. But still. This thing didn't satisfy his desire. He realized that all these things were nonsense. Move to Ecclesiastes chapter 5, verse number 11 to 12. Ecclesiastes 5. Ecclesiastes 5, verse 11 to 12. 12. Very good. When goods increase, yes, they are increased mm. that, that eat them. Mm. And what good is there to the owners thereof, mm. saving the beholding of them with their eyes? Very good. Verse 12. The, the sleep of a laboring man is sweet, ah. whether he eats little or much. Come to verse 10. Come to verse 10. Verse 10. He that loveth silver, those of you love money, shall not be satisfied with silver. So money can never satisfy your desire. Yeah? Yeah. Money, it can never satisfy. If you move to 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 2. Let's move to 2 Timothy chapter 3. 2 Timothy chapter 3 from verse 2. Very good. For men shall be lovers of themselves. Men shall be lovers of themselves. So don't I was praying for somebody that said, hey, you, you love your body. You. The way the person was behaving, I said, mm. it's like that person doesn't want anything to do with pain. Soft life. Yeah. But she's my good friend. Yeah. I told him my life, dear Charlie, you have to. Because if, if you move to 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse number 3, there's something there. You have to endure what? Huh? Huh? What are you saying? You are looking at the thing, you can't say it. And your word hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. Me, I like my school motto, Bishop Emma, Secret Millet Christi, as a soldier of Christ. Latin, I like that motto. I'm a soldier of Christ. But me, I don't know for you. 
Hallelujah. Move to verse 4. Move to verse 4. Verse 4. No man that worrieth entangleth himself with the affairs of this life, that he may please him who hath chosen him so, to be a soldier. They don't mingle with civilians. They don't, no, that civilian, they, will, they will take it out of your life. So when you become born again, that's where the process starts. God will take all the foolishness in your heart. God will not leave one. Are you a good soldier of Christ? He say as, as, as soldiers of Christ, as a good soldier. So they are bad soldiers, it's true. They are bad soldiers. They love civilian life. They are soldiers, all right. But they love, yeah, it's true. Yeah. Amen. It is Jesus, it is only him who can feel that your heart's desire or the vacuum in your heart. If read Colossians chapter 2, verse number 10, I see we are complete in him. So you, you have Jesus, but you are not complete. Let's read Colossians 2 10. Colossians chapter 2, verse 10. And ye are complete in him, which is the head of all principality and power. So shall I be upstanding? My time is up. Shall I be upstanding? We are going to pray only two prayers. Reverend Andrew, come and drop the honey in each and everybody's hands. Whilst we are praying, we are praying that Lord, take away every water or the waters of Mara means bitterness. Yes, that is Exodus chapter 15 verse number 23. I think so. The Lord, any river of bitterness flowing into my life. Lord, as I taste this one, as sweet as this one is, Lord, let every bitterness end in my life. Hallelujah. Yeah, so as you are praying, just make a cure. Reverend do be dropping it in your hands very fast. Let's pray. Be part of bitterness flowing into my life. Lord, as I taste this one, as sweet as this one is, Lord, let every bitterness end in my life. Hallelujah. Yeah, so as you are praying, just make a cue. Reverend be dropping it in your hands very fast. Let's pray. Thank you for listening to this message. If you were blessed by this, share it with someone and be an agent of impactful change for the kingdom of God. God bless you.